0: And away we go with our three of the morning show on a Wednesday, the sixteenth of uh, August. As he does each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Atkins joins us. Yes, hey,
1: David, I'm here with
0: you. And Neil, you bring a special guest on the show. The
2: president, show this you should have had. You should have had hail to the <laughs> chief here, the you former president.
1: Talking? Dave says special in a caring way. I'm sure. Well, yeah, of course well, he is special. Yeah. Todd Fedora is here, ladies Todd and gentlemen. Fenura, yeah. Believe oh, it or not, holy cow, this brings back lots of great memories. Former
2: city councilor. Fill-in yeah. host. Oh yeah, this and that. President of US Bank.
1: I miss it. Yeah. I miss filling in the radio to see all your bright wow. shining faces here on That's a right. beautiful Wednesday morning here in Duluth. You're welcome look, here whenever you're invited. Well, it looks like <laughs> it might be a little bumpy <laughs> yeah. this afternoon. Maybe we'll finally get some rain. Yeah, well, we
2: you know we had some, but then it was I, I collect those two days we had rain uh, uh, a couple three days yeah. ago. I think I collected a total of a half an inch. Between both days, if yeah. I looked at the little gauge. So but maybe the problem is,
0: it's so scattered when you get these thunder yeah. showers. Some places get heavy downpour, some places get nothing. Nothing, that's true. Yeah, yeah. My house got nothing, and I've, I've got crinkly grass now. It, it, oh, yeah, you left? can't
1: uh, walk in the backyard yeah. with your bare feet because you'll cut the bottoms <laughs> of your feet for crying out that's loud. Right. But, you know, don't the have is to mow as often, but still. <laughs> we, th- it's it's like there's a force field around Duluth. Mm. You know, St. Cloud gets it, Brainerd gets it, and there then it comes go. to the head of the, the lake lakes here in the God's lake country. just sucks and
2: it away. That, that <laughs> could say be uh, a
0: definite issue, the lake. Say
2: our, uh, our former, uh, former uh, producer that used to be on WDSM of this Kenny, yeah. over there. I used to call him Kenny Smooth. <laughs> I uh, wanted me to ask you, Todd, if it's true that you're running a write-in campaign for mayor.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm not really going oh, write-in. Oh, I just I'd ask you. You know what, Neil? I, had, I helped coach uh, <laughs> U14 boys lacrosse this last spring, and I absolutely had a blast. And th- that's the kind of stuff you miss out on when you're in public office.
2: My, la- uh, my son's last year, Sean's last year in uh, high school in Mankato, he played lacrosse. There's
0: Bruce Siskey
2: making an appearance. Yeah, Bruce well, you know, Sisky, I, are you going to come and talk Bruce to
0: Bruce is here or? to do sports, so.
2: Well, and Bruce smack the out of your way. Jason, Bruce
1: is a big I'm lacrosse not. fan. I joke with people, if I were to yeah. bring my son Luke into the doctor this time of year, I'd probably have the county called on me because <laughs> he has bruises all over his legs and arms from that ball. You do not want to get hit with that ball. Well, Sean, did
2: have he got hit a couple times. Yeah. There, so. Those guys in Mankato were pretty tough. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you have to know how to play lacrosse to coach it?
1: <laughs> well, apparently not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a casual fan, but at least right. it got me off my expanding Very cool. I like career. that. It's a, it's a growing sport for sure. That's oh, no oh doubt. yeah. Mm-hmm. So All right,
0: fun. Bruce, come on in. We'll uh, let you do we'll sports do a quick here.
2: sports deal, and then we'll get back to... Uh, big
0: win for the Twins, yes, and uh, yes. not such a big win for the Brewers.
2: I, did not, I never saw
3: you becoming a lacrosse guru. <laughs> <laughs> I, ne- I never would have would have figured that was going to happen. I'm glad it did. It's hmm. all your fault, Siski. I know wow. it's my fault. I will take the blame. I will gleefully take the blame. Blame, for blame, blame. Yeah. Uh, Twins do win 5-3 over the Tigers. They wrap up the season series at noon today. Coverage eleven thirty. Brad's on at 10. Kenta Maeda versus Reese Olson Rematch from last Thursday. A game the Tigers won 3-0 in Detroit. The Brewers fall 6-2 to the Dodgers. Dodgers scored five runs in the sixth inning. That was all they would need. And they'll rematch at 9 o'clock tonight. Dodgers have won nine straight. The Brewers still at three and a half in the NL Central as the Cubs and Reds both lost last night. Vikings and Packers both have joint practices. The Titans and Patriots visiting respectively. A uh, Packers host the Patriots Saturday 7 o'clock at Lambeau Field. On AM seven ten, and it's Spain versus England in the you Women's World that. Cup Finals Sunday morning.
0: Apparently, neither
3: one have ever been in the finals before, so it no. would be
0: kind of cool. No, I, no who
3: England. I think we are. I think we're we were guaranteed a first time champion already. But yeah, oh, this okay. is this is nice to see. I would have liked to have seen Australia get there just because they're at home. But a <laughs> hey, uh, boy, right. England overwhelmed them in the second
0: half this, this morning. Very good. Thank you, Bruce. We'll you got be it. back. We got more of the uh, morning show coming up uh, eight sixteen now at KDAL. It is the morning show here on KDAL, some Beatle music at 819. Uh, the death toll now in Hawaii from the wildfires up to 106 and expected to go even higher. Uh, that devastating blaze that tore through the town of Lahaina on Maui, already the deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. Obviously, we had some oh my severe God, fires here terrible. in Minnesota way back when. But
2: well, in 1918, 600 yeah. and some people died in mm-hmm. wildfires at 1918 fires. Right. But uh, apparently, there's a thousand
0: people missing.
1: The intensity of the heat has yeah. got to have effectively Huff. cremated some of these
0: yeah, people. Yeah, it's just, just awful. awful. They were this saying that. This morning. some of the buildings haven't. looked like they were cremated. Yeah. Just melted
2: cars. Nothing. Yeah. I, I hate to nothing. I hate to say <laughs> it, though, but I think there's going to be several hundred, probably never found. Never found, or they well, true, uh, and it's just a horrible deal.
0: The that, economic cost of Maui alone could approach seven billion yep. they're saying now,
2: well, that you know that nineteen eighteen fire that happened up here, moose Lake, Hinkley, and Cloquet fires, half of the the north woodland burned mm-hmm. parts of Kenwood uh what's Northland Country Club, the original Northland Country Club burnt down Wow, they evacuated the city, people went over to superior my uh, my grandma told me the story that the mm-hmm. sky was blood red and uh what happened it was an unbelievably uh hot fall and tender uh dryness just what what was going on and all of a sudden the uh it was trains sparks from trains mm-hmm. that uh, the the right away they hadn't gotten back far enough caught fire well what's happened with that fire now in in Hawaii it was the winds from the hurricane apparently there was a small brush fire that it got reignited. Now they're, blame- they're thinking that that's yeah, how it power got. Power lines or something. And power lines think, also. Yeah. But this 1918 fire, the fire became its own creature, hmm. created its own winds, hurricane winds from the fire. Wow. And that's what spread. In fact, they had in Hinkley, they had the last train, the, the end of the train, they were evacuating people. The end of the train was burning as they were pulling off. the crap. Up wow. by Pike Lake, uh, the old highway there, there was what they called they called a dead man's curve. People had gone out to their cabins, and they they took off in their vehicles, and they were following one car after the other, the taillights. The, the, the smoke was so right. thick, one vehicle went in, and a dozen vehicles behind them, and everybody perished in those vehicles. And you saw what happened in Hawaii, too. Mm. People stuck in their cars, people jumping into the ocean trying to— yeah. the, People that got into the ocean, they, they saved themselves. Right, unbelievable.
1: Well, they said the thing happened so quick mm-hmm. you couldn't even right. react. I mean, nobody could react. It was dry they're, they're and to you blame had the big every, winds.
2: Yeah. Well, the, uh, the power lines went down. The uh, communication system got fried. Mm-hmm. They're wondering why sirens didn't go off. Uh, you know, they'll they'll get to the bottom of all this. But it was an unbelievably quick deal. And you you, how can you be prepared for that? You especially can, especially the disaster that you right. see, yep. something else. Well, let's hope, let's hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping that they'll find all those people that are missing and they're oh. not embarrassed. So we'll see. Say, um, on to uh, uh, national politics. Okay. I'm just reading a headline here. Okay. A criminal enterprise. Now, the Republicans have been calling the Biden family uh, the Biden criminal organization an organized crime organization, sure. but that's not about Biden. Apparently, the Trump organization is a criminal enterprise. So we've got the former president, the current president, are mobsters, yeah. well, according t-
0: to.
1: Both parties at this point are criminal organizations. And, you know, they're gonna, they are they want to have a mugshot <clears throat> of former President Trump. And I'm telling you, if they get that mugshot, it's uh, not going to make things better. Huh? It's. You know, the, the court is going to continue. Yeah,
0: this just in. The former president says he plans to release a detailed report showing fraud occurred during the 2020 election in Georgia. He said that during a news conference next week in New Jersey, he claims the report will exonerate him from his recent indictment in Georgia for allegedly trying to overturn the election. Uh, Trump Charged with felony racketeering and numerous conspiracy charges, uh, this week down in Georgia.
1: Well, and the problem with Georgia is that if he were to be convicted, mm-hmm. I mean, this is all uh, supposition. Chain gang, being on a he chain cannot, can. He cannot pardon himself. That's right. It's oh. a non-pardonable <laughs> crime. Okay.
2: Well, let me tell you something. The Democrats are giddy about this. Wait till the Republicans get in control, mm. total control. They're they're going to be toast. Yeah, and uh, they're going to vindictively go after the Democrats as the Republicans have, or the Democrats have vindictively gone after Trump, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, frankly, I, you know, it's not unusual around the world. Different nations: Brazil, uh, former president going to prison. We've had uh, former vice president Spiro Agnew uh, went to went to jail, but we've never had a president uh, been incarcerated or, or convicted. Ex-president, yeah. Or ex president. Or ex president. Right. And Richard Nixon was the closest we got, and mm-hmm. that's where he resigned, and Jerry Ford pardoned him. Right. But uh, if they think they're going to win some points out there, and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I look at this, the starkness of the people that are standing behind the former president and the people out there wanting to get him, the divide is so unbelievable
0: yeah. here. I'm waiting for a new party somewhere in the middle somewhere. Get, you get know, rid of all was, the extremes.
2: There was a great party back in the day. Joe Manchin. What do they
0: call that? The no-name party? No-name. No-nothing.
2: Name. <laughs> no. I know nothing.
0: Well, that'd be good, too. All right, let's head to the phones. Who's this?
3: Hey, this is Wade, and God, yeah, we need way more political
2: parties. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Are they bringing the bourbon, though? That's what I got to ask there, Wade.
3: Well, you know, Vernon supreme. He would be quite the president. <sighs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, back in the day, we had presidents who used to do good things. We had uh, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. They had their own wineries, and they did their own beer, and, you know, uh, yeah, <clears> these tea. guys had some fun.
1: I think Tip O'Neill and Ronald yeah. Reagan used to share a cigar and knock back a couple, too, in the day, didn't they, They Neil? did
2: some guineas at the Dublin in, in Washington, D.C. They used to yeah. go and have a good time with it. So,
1: well, and, uh, and, and
3: when... when, when uh, JFK won the presidency. Eisenhower and him were great friends.
2: They were, yep. They, they
3: well, were. They talked all the time. I'm I'm sure they had
2: dinner. You know. Well, can you imagine though, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump having a glass of wine together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Oh God, that's I, a Saturday I, Night I, Live sketch. <laughs> That's the issue. We just we can't get along anymore. No, it's unreal.
3: Oh man! Right. Oh, just... What is that? What is that song, Neil? You don't buy me f- or bring me flowers.
0: Oh yeah, the Neil Diamond uh, Barbara there you, Streisand. There so.
2: you go. Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, thanks for the call. We got to take a break. We're thanks, uh, coming up on eight twenty-seven now at KDAL. <laughs> And we are back at eight thirty in the morning. It's the morning show on KDAL. Neil Atkins joins us on Wednesdays, and Todd Fedora is here today too.
1: So, so Neil, Dave I went to my fortieth class reunion last weekend. Oh man, you <clears> aren't <throat> old enough for Yeah, there, you? Which is well, we've all gotten older, and I didn't recognize half the people. But I got a quick story. Uh, one of my friends uh, was a was one of the organizers for the thirtieth, which I didn't attend, and he was telling me a story about. Uh, <clears throat> He was in charge of the dead board Oh, oh boy. for everybody, that, the passed dead away. Board, everybody you know. that passed away. And somehow, some way, somebody had let him know that a particular classmate of ours had passed away. And so he did a nice job getting the graduation pictures and putting them on this big poster board and saying, in memoriam, we miss you, and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing. And so they're at the venue, Neil, and I think it was up at the uh, sunset, which was the sunset at the time. And everybody's having a couple of adult beverages, and wouldn't you know? <laughs> he walks in. Oh, you this get lady kid. walks in, <laughs> and so my classmate is wow. aghast. He doesn't know what to do, and he says, "Oh my God, what happened here? Got bad information." So he quicks grabs her by the arm and brings her over to the bar, so she can't see the dead board. And he buys her a drink, and then he slinks over to the to his display. And he rips the picture off the display, so there was this, you know, beautifully put together display with one with one missing. And uh, so I thought to myself, well, thank God uh, yeah. I didn't make the dead board.
0: News <laughs> of my death has been greatly exaggerated. Uh, yes, as they well, said
2: Somebody uh, Robick was telling Tom Robick said that uh, there was a report that Tom Robick had passed away. Oh no. And he goes, this is my name's you." New- I said Tom.
0: You,
2: you, I know you're <laughs> spiritual, but you're wow. physically here. <laughs> well, apparently there's another Robick somewhere that died. Ah, was, yeah. uh, <laughs> people were freaking out thinking that time. Oh, huh. So, you know, you go to your reunions and what's funny is uh, uh Rose uh she graduated from one of the high schools in St. Paul. Yeah. So I went down to uh Susan Banovitz, remember her? She used to be on the uh, uh, school board? Uh, I don't. She was on the school board. Anyways, so Rose goes to her uh, little mixer, and she calls me. And uh, she goes, Neil, there's a couple people here that know you. Well, Banavitz graduated from high school with her, and another guy that used to work for Minnesota Power. So I go to their party. So we had a great, grand old time. So the next reunion that she has, I go. And people are signing up, people. And all of a sudden, these people are thinking that, well, yeah, yeah. It's good to see. you. It's good to see. You. I'm one of their grad, and yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And I'm going because nobody reckon. <laughs> yeah, and nobody I, recognizes no. anybody. So what was funny? A, f- a friend, a family friend. She's about ten years older than me. She had came up, living in the St. Paul area. And came up to Duluth to go to her Denfeld reunion, and they had it out at the Buffalo House. And she needed a ride. She said, "Would you drop me off? I'm going to have a few drinks, and you can pick me." I said, "Fine." So we dropped her off. But I went in. With, she said, "Well," it, so I I went in to get her on the way. At the end, and all these people, they all thought that I'd graduated with They graduated from Denfeld in 61. I'm going, I'm sorry, guys. I, I was out of diapers, but I didn't quite. But you, what ends up happening in life, all these people you get to know, there were several of them that had been union leaders in town, and I knew them politically. So I show up at the graduation, they're all. everybody's thinking that maybe you graduated with them yeah, because yeah. you get yeah. to know each other, and it's not the case. So. All right, got
0: to go to the phone real quick, guys. Hi, who's this? Hi. This is Julie. Okay. Julie, what's up? Oh, Neil, um, I heard this really good um, story.
2: Well, come on in. Come on, you stumped us one other time. Let's give it to us.
3: This
0: woman was speeding through um, Nevada, and she got pulled over by a state trooper, and the state trooper walked over. She says, Oh, wait a minute, officer. Let, let me guess. Let me guess. Um, you guys have those um, formal balls, you know, once a year. You know, those.
2: Fundraisers. Those, uh, fundraisers. Police, policeman's balls. Yep.
0: And an and officer, officer says, no, ma'am, we don't have any balls here.
2: <laughs> oh, Julie. All right, Julie, thank that's you. Right, that's right <laughs> out of the Johnny Carson playbook oh, there. Oh, <laughs> yes. Remember that? Did you ever see that? And I saw the rerun where Johnny Carson had uh, Arnold Palmer's wife on the uh on the show and and this is live uh and he goes well what do you do to uh give him luck when he's going out for a tournament well she says i kiss his <laughs>
3: oh,
1: boy <laughs> and, Titleist, uh, yeah. titleist neil there you go
2: titleist. and the carson yeah. fell out of his chair <laughs> the whole place erupted and she was talking about the golf ball. Well, everybody certainly. expect yeah. was assuming elsewise, yeah. and the censors <laughs> of course had heart attacks immediately.
1: So
0: thanks, Julie, for that. All right, one. <laughs> we're going to do another break. Eight thirty-five, the morning show on KDAO.
3: <laughs> Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins, the KDAO Morning
0: Show. All right, here's the spelling lesson for the day. How do you spell Gloria? The shadows of night. We'll spell but it out Dave for you. They're going to spell it for us. Yes. You know ready? She come I'm ready. Okay. It's about five feet four. Come on. Come on. From ahead to the from head to the ground. Well, he even knows the word. Oh, it's amazing. Come around here. It's about midnight. Ooh. About midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and midnight he's got the shirt,
1: too. He's got the party shirt how many on, dances, on. How many Wednesday dances morning. did you host? Oh, right. in
0: your, too many. Yeah. All right, here we go. Spelling time.
1: Boy, that right, <laughs> I right into the eight. I know, H. that's Gloria. Gloria, Florida.
0: unbelievable. All right, cable TV apparently and over-the-air TV is shrinking while uh, <clears throat> streaming service TV is going up. Cable television accounting for just 29% of the total U.S. viewing time in July. Broadcast TV attract, uh, attracting 20%. Streaming services, meanwhile, capturing 38% of
1: Americans' viewing time.
0: Boy, there's so much. Uh, I, I look Everything at all. thing is streaming, and you got to pay for most of that stuff. Sadly, but
1: yeah, you know, and I'm kind of kicking around the idea of cutting the cord. I yeah. don't quite know. How, I'm not quite there yet, <laughs> but I am kicking around the idea. I mean, when you have kids. Right, you've got Disney Plus, and yeah. then mm-hmm. and then I've got ESPN Plus and Apple TV and all yeah. this other stuff. I mean, I can't even keep track of I know. what I yeah, subscribe to streaming.
2: Then there's Hulu out there and Roku <laughs> and, and I, I've Netflix. Got, I've course. got Netflix, and yeah. uh, that, that's the only that, one. That's the only one that I use, other than uh, the uh, DirecTV. And then yeah. Samsung has a, a whole series of channels that you can uh. go on. They're they're free, but yeah. but they're they're uh, complicated at times.
1: Hey, Netflix, well, the problem,
0: watch, again, is a lot of the sporting events now are going to a streaming service. Yep. So if so you, you want to watch there, maybe yeah. the Vikings or the Packers on a certain week, it'll only be yeah. on a streaming service.
1: On Netflix, Neil, you got to watch the series. It's only like five or six episodes. Painkiller. Pain I, oh, I watched that last week. It's Matthew Broderick yeah. on there. And it is unbelievable. Yeah. It's about and OxyContin. True story,
0: too. Painkiller. Oh, okay, yep. yeah,
1: okay. Pain I'll well,
0: mm-hmm. okay, well, have to check it out. So, Let's, yeah, let's, Matthew Broderick, by the way, looks nothing like he did in Ferris Bueller's Day. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. He looked, up, like he, my, cow, Dave, he, he looked like old. he
1: belonged in my 40-year class reunion. <laughs> there, there yeah, right.
0: Was that because he was
2: uh, addicted to Oxy? Or? No, oh, he portrayed uh, old, the yeah.
1: uh, the owner or the patriarch of the Fackler family who yeah. owned OxyContin. I got you.
2: Okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk a little local politics. We just All had right. a primary. Todd, you spent a term on the Duluth City Council representing the 1st District. That's the East End. Once upon a time, the East End used to be kind of conservative. And since since you have got... Now, you, uh, uh, Jules Redd, who replaced you, yep, she was more of a moderate.
1: Wasn't uh, she? I would think, kind of yeah. A moderate.
2: After that, it's been all liberals.
1: Yeah, we're followed by Gary Anderson, He's who's Gary. not running for re-election. Oh. And you've got yeah. uh, two that are running for election in the 1st District in the Far East. There was no primary there. Oh. You know, there were some surprises in the primary, Neil. Obviously, you know, Roger Reinhardt having as good a showing as he did in the primary was, I think, shocked a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what side of the of the contest you're on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 25% voter turnout and Mayor Larson carried 5 of 35 or 34 precincts and yep. they were only in the East Hillside. You know, and you and I talked about this before, Neil. Uh, Back in two thousand seven, when I won, that was a contested mayoral election between Charlie Bell and uh, Mayor Ness, and uh, And uh, relatively close, and and her version in the primary. Yep, and And that was when Charlie got roasted for that quote, "them people" or those people, or somewhere along the line. Nonetheless, once you took a look at the vote breakdown. It was darn near a line straight down Lake Avenue where the eastern precincts went Ness and the western precincts went Bell. Now, in this case, now it was only a primary, but in this case, uh, Roger Reinert pretty much had the whole city covered other than those five in the East Hillside, which, given the demographics of those precincts, I would think would be mostly renters or college students.
2: Well, that... Area there, those precincts. Uh, that's where uh, Joel Cyprus, when he ran for the state senate, and he won those precincts. And uh, Cyprus, of course, was a Green Party guy at the, more or less at the time. So th- that those precincts have always gone for the more liberal area. And of course, the mayor carried those. And uh, you know, when you talk about the 2007 race, I. I I didn't see what the uh, voter turnout was in that primary, but you had a three-way split in that primary. You had incumbent Herb Bergson, Charlie Bell, and City Councilor Don Ness running in that primary.
1: I and think that, I think you, Councilor Greg Gilbert might have been in that one too, maybe, but nonetheless,
2: uh, that was I think that was another one. But I I anyway, we, he, he could have been. He could I think he was, but you had uh, the incumbent mayor bumped out in the primary. mm Hmm. And then Charlie Bell and Don Ness go on, and Ness ended up winning. And, uh, you know, that's that's what it was in that race. And this time, there wasn't a third strong candidate, so you had kind of your poll. This primary was a poll, uh, definitely a poll for the mayor. Mm-hmm. And the mayor knows that the jig could be up, and she's got to put some steam on if she's going to be able to recoup here on this. And normally... When you have gaps like this, it's extremely difficult to turn it around.
1: Well, and there's and there's been some noise, Neil. I'm sure you've heard it too about the fundraiser that occurred down in St. Paul at Senator Tina Smith's house, yep, uh, for the benefit of the mayoral campaign. Well, for the alleged for alleged, for Emily Ness, and it had Senator Smith and um, uh, St. Paul Mayor, um, uh, not for, yeah, the not, the mayor of not St. Frank, Paul, yeah, yeah. nonetheless. And so i even I got asked it this morning. Where are we at with campaign finance and this and that and the other thing? Well, you know, in the city of Duluth in municipal elections, you are limited to six hundred dollar contribution per person, or twelve hundred married couple. That's right. what your limit is. Yeah. But this particular fundraiser was a thousand minimum, and, and there was a middle middle contribution. Six thousand yeah. was, yeah. was the maximum. But what you got to do is you got to follow the money here, as you know. And so that money was going to the Minnesota DFL. Right. All right. It was not going to the Emily Larson for Mayor campaign.
2: Even though the event, the big uh, poster that we saw, this is a fundraiser for Mayor of Duluth, Emily Larson, hosted by the Mayor of St. Paul, the Speaker of the House of the DFL representative, and U.S. Senator Tina Smith, sponsored for Mayor Emily Larson, yet the checks were made out to the DFL.
1: Well, and here's what's going to happen, uh, and folks, watch this here in October because that's when it's silly season. Uh, <laughs> the money would go to the Minnesota DFL and the Minnesota DFL, and this happens on both sides. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Yep. The Minnesota Minnesota DFL would then spend what's called air quotes independent expenditures, and they would hire campaign where they could hire campaign workers. They could do radio. They could do uh, direct mail literature. They could do billboards. They could do TV. I mean, they could do all of this. And all of that money that's spent by the Minnesota DFL will not land on Councillor or Mayor Larson's campaign finance report. Right. That it's the magic of the...
0: PACs. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, right. that, that's what it is. Yep. And so, you know, when I ran for re-election in 2011, Neil, because I've seen it firsthand. Uh, my son and I were door-knocking in Lakeside on a Sunday a Saturday afternoon in October, and the there were teams of two that were door-knocking for my opponent. Uh, Counselor Joe Zrewett eventually won by 12 votes. Uh, teams of two, we saw at least four of them, and they each had iPads, and what they were doing is they were doing voter identification, name and phone number, finding out what their hot-button issue was, and then circling that information back to the campaign to be followed up by the candidate. And that's where their hook is.
2: And those people, though, that were we canvassing the neighborhood.
1: They were paid because I I talked to him. I yeah. talked to them, yeah. and so after that again, this is the banker and me and the follow the money business. You know oh, what yeah. what movie was that? Follow the Money had uh, Tom Cruise in. Nonetheless, <laughs> those those costs were never on right. the campaign report. Yeah. So here's my prediction in October: massive lit phone banks, billboards, mm-hmm. TV, radio paid for the Minnesota DFL. To help Mayor Larson get reelected and there's gonna be a lot of money spent on this campaign. A lot. All right. We'll
0: take another break. 848 now at KDAO. Back to the KDAL morning show. And the morning show continues at 8.51. Some Linda Ronstadt. When will I be loved? Linda Ronstadt. We're uh, wrapping up uh, this hour of the morning show, and Neil Atkins is here with Todd Fedora. Todd
2: Fedora on the, on the horn here. So, Todd, since you were on the city council, uh Great things have happened in the community. In fact, the uh, Duluth City Council... <laughs> and once
0: Todd left the council, yeah, big things have left, happened. <laughs> once you
2: left, legalized marijuana. They got an ordinance where you can't smoke the weed out in front of the building here, mm. but you can uh, smoke it in the confines of your own yard. Yeah. I drive around the... I've, I, actually, I've been driving around town, and I've, I've smelled... Really?
1: People are out there smoking. Well, you can smoke it on the sidewalk, can't No, you, you
0: can't. They banned that.
1: Oh, on the sidewalk, yeah. too? I yeah. know.
0: <laughs> they banned the... Uh, <laughs> Boy, they they're having the, a party uh, next door, and I'm sorry, but... That's
2: usually KQ. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> the Wednesday... Dr- they're, drink- uh, they're drinking yeah, liquor this morning. Yeah, Wednesday so
0: liquor run. run right. so. well, we, don't,
2: we don't bring it. We just have
0: yeah. coffee on our side. Can't yeah. smoke marijuana in here, but we can drink all the that's booze right. we want. That doesn't It'll make be sense.
1: interesting to see what happens with... Uh, I think I heard in Denver something. The car accidents went up once yeah. they legalized, yeah. and the the law enforcement officers have no way to test it, I don't think. Well, I suppose they, they can look for glassy eyes in a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Well, what they do... What, what Let me do, see your
2: fingers. Huh? Yeah. If, they, if they pull you over and you seem impaired, and uh, they can give you a breathalyzer for alcohol. But mm-hmm. if you seem impaired and, of course, you're negative on that, then they would, through new uh, cause there, they can bring you in and ask you to submit to a urine or a blood test, and if they refuse that, then they get a warrant and uh, mm-hmm. do a blood test, okay? And and that's how, the problem is, is they don't know, right now, how much THC, the chemical that gets you high, how much of that
1: is in, in your, your system, system that, uh, that
2: oh. makes you impaired. That's the problem. You appear to be impaired. Yeah. So what's going to end up happening? I don't know what happened. Uh, you were saying that in Colorado that the accidents and DWIs uh, and arrests uh, being impaired skyrocketed. The problem with with marijuana is that a lot of people that smoke it also drink alcohol at the same time. Yeah. And it's it's kind of there's those pot smokers that don't drink and just smoke the weed but there's a combination of drugs and a lot of time when you arrest people out here and somebody's impaired it's not just booze that's in their system there's something else it could be this it could be uh... fentanyl or opiates or whatever the case so uh... this is the problem you've got you know uh... unknown territory and this is where the police were extremely concerned and of course the state of minnesota legalized it they acted like it was the the most giddy time of all times. It, the interesting thing is watching the state legislature and some of our state senators on how, how happy they were that they've legalized marijuana. And I thought one of the reasons is they, they're thinking there's going to be more than a billion dollars in tax revenue coming into the So they coffers. can spend it.
1: Neil, we had an $18 billion budget surplus, and we largely spent it.
2: Importantly, is there a rebate coming to people now? I, I don't know. I hear
1: Mm. Governor is signing something today about something it, or that sending are out get checks something. or something. Starting today.
2: you know, if you if you earn more than twenty five dollars a really year, you don't get a <laughs> check or right. like that. perfect
1: redistribution of wealth mechanism uh, of course, there.
0: Of course, yeah. all right, there you go. Wall Street is opening today with stocks
2: on the upside,
0: mixed. So you're mixed. half right. Okay.
2: Well. I'll have to go and look at my handheld <laughs> device and find out where it's at. At
0: the opening bell, the Dow was, uh, well, it says the Dow S&P 500 and NASDAQ mix. So I don't know which was up and which was down.
2: You know, what's interesting is uh, U.S. Steel, Cleveland Cliffs made oh, an yeah. offer. It was a partial stock deal and cash deal for Cleveland Cliffs. And the, there's been a lot of reporting locally on that. And, of course, uh, U.S. Steel rejected it. But another company came in, and nobody locally in the local news has talked about the other company that came in, and they made a all cash offer of 35 bucks a share for U.S. Steel, and it's the name of the company is S Mark, hmm. and uh, U.S. Steel stock went up, but uh, so they were trying to trump, Cliffs, and uh, it'll hmm. be what what ends up happening in these things if there's a bona fide offer. The board of directors can reject it, but if they actually mm-hmm. are interested, then they have to send out notification to all the shareholders. Shareholders have to vote in favor of it. And S Mark, the guy that's the head of S Mark, used to be one of the big honchos at U.S. Steel at one point. In
1: time. Oh, what's that? Uh, what else is interesting, Neil? Is that Target reported earnings last night, and their revenues, I think, for the first time in history, declined quarter after quarter. Uh, in light of the fact that there the was woke, that whole... The woke stuff. The woke stuff. Yeah. And then I had read an article yesterday that Bud Light, in the last monitoring period, had their sales decline. No, this is just Bud what Bud Light, not right. Anbev. Right, right. Bud Light had their period-over-period period sales decline 26%. Mm-hmm. And so you got to... Mean, meanwhile, Miller Light has seen a jump in their head. Oh, right. sure. Of course, and so, and Miller Light. there you go. So the, you're, you're paying people, these marketing people, millions of dollars to... You know, go the other way right. to get some sort of lift in revenues uh, and profits, and there's some pushback here from the people that's saying, "Okay, I think you crossed the line here; I've had enough, and they're voting with their pocketbook, and that's yeah. oftentimes what happens. You can bring that back to politics now, you know, people maybe not grousing back and forth, but when they get in the confines of that voting booth, maybe they do pull the trigger for Roger Reiner mm-hmm. not mayor Larson mm-hmm. don't know. But people are silent. Here we are in you know Minnesota nice, yep. Duluth, Minnesota. People keep to themselves. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to get into a confrontation. But I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you how I feel at the voting booth, or mm. I'm going to tell you how I feel at the liquor store, or <laughs> I'm going to tell you how <laughs> I feel when yeah. I have a question between Target and Walmart and Kohl's and what have you. Well, I'd
0: there- have a quick time for a phone call. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. who's this? Hello. Good morning. morning. Quickly, we got to go.
2: The politicians change things when they can vote themselves raises and pensions for life instead of the citizens voting for them. There you All go. If do All those right. kind of things? It's not right. It should be corrected and corrected right away. All right. I can't vote myself a raise and things like that. Pensions for life. There you politicians go. do it for themselves. That's wrong.
0: All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah.
2: So we've right. got the election coming up, and we've got to wind this up. But uh, it's the city council races are going to be interesting, and maybe another time we can get into that.
1: Uh, Anytime, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love so, coming down here to see Dave. Not so much you. I understand.
2: <laughs> yes. And Dave knows all the words of the song, so there you yeah, go. Well, yeah, there you not go. all of them, know. All
0: right, thank you, guys. we got news coming up next from CBS